you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. It's Thursday, November 24th, and you are listening to a special Thanksgiving Day edition of NFL Total Access, the podcast. Those are the voices of today's special guests, the champ, Willie McGinnis, and the Total Access host, MJ Acosta Ruiz. Voice number one, of course, was the champ. He's the holder of the NFL record for playoff sacks, something you can only do when A, you're immensely strong, fast, <laughs> talented, and twitchy, and B, you make playoff runs to four Super Bowls and win three of them. Willie McGinnis, welcome back to the pod. What's up? Voice number two, of course, belongs to that host. A well-heeled and well-traveled woman who has just <laughs> returned from a globe-trotting trip that included London, Colorado Springs, Englewood and Mexico City. And yes, she expensed everything. Why? Because it was a work trip. She's MJ Acosta Ruiz. Welcome back, a weary traveler. It's a write-off, or so uh, I say. <laughs> quick thoughts on Mexico City. You came back. Yeah. I expected you to be looking fatigued. You weren't. You came back looking enthused with a glow. Mexico City went well. You loved it. I absolutely loved it. It was as close to a Super Bowl atmosphere as I've ever felt. Um, the energy from the crowd, 78,000 people. The game itself was fantastic. It was just such a different type of, of experience. I mean, Willie saw it in Munich. We both saw, we saw it in London as well. Um, the International Series, I mean, that was the perfect way to end the five-game um, series there for us. Certainly perfect for the 49ers, not so perfect for the Cardinals. Mm -hmm. We talked about that yesterday. The one thing that I mm -hmm. didn't ask you yesterday was about Jimmy G. He was basking 
almost oh my from beginning to end, I got a sense, you, you were there, so you heard, I got a sense that he was getting a specifically kind of warm reception yeah. from the crowd. They obsessively love Jimmy G over there. <laughs> it wasn't just cheers, it was screaming, like yeah. a Beatles mania level stuff. I asked him about it after the game and he said, he was blushing when I asked him about it. He's like, it's just, it's crazy to me every time um, that we meet a new set of fans, because for him, this was a unique experience um, to see the reception and the love. And I was like, okay, Jimmy, but it's not just that they love right. the team. <laughs> they love you, my boy, all right? Take yeah, it and in. by the way, he's not fooling anyone. He may have been blushing in his interview with you, but he was soaking it in <laughs> like course. a pop star uh, as it was happening. I want to welcome all of the pod listeners and football fans today. I am your host, NFL Network senior writer, Andrew Levy. And I think it is safe to say that you are joining us today, either before, between, or after the three games on today's Thanksgiving Day schedule. I thank you for joining us, and I do hope that your interests, whether they be fandom, fantasy, or financial, are being met. Now, full disclosure, we are recording this on Thanksgiving Eve, so you will not hear any pre-game previews or post-game recaps. For that, head on over to NFL Network, where our good friends have you covered on NFL Game Day highlights and NFL Game Day final. But before you do, I'm so glad you're here, because we have so many reasons to be thankful for what we have seen and what we have experienced so far in this NFL season. Extraordinary players making extraordinary plays. That is why we love this league. And every single week, we are reminded of the truly astonishing things that these young men are capable of. One-handed, three fingers, whatever works. <laughs> he caught it! Are you kidding me? Oh, great googly moogly. I've never, I can't believe this catch. I'm like Myron. Almost every week this season, we have been treated to upsets that no one predicted. An exclamation point to end an undefeated season of the Eagles. And comebacks that no one saw coming. The Dolphins have pulled off the improbable and won. I am as thankful for parody as I am about anything else. We are witnessing a higher number of close games, games decided by one score or less to this point of the season than in any previous season in NFL history. Unbelievable finish. Unbelievable finish. No one can believe it. I can't believe it. Hard to believe, Murph. Guys, it just keeps getting better. MJ. I thought it, this was just something we were going to see those first few weeks of the season when then we thought it was so obscure. And it was. Uh, but now we continue to see it. And, and that's what you want. You want the league to be competitive. You want it to be tough, especially in those inter-divisional uh, games like that. This is, are you not entertained? <laughs> this is what we asked for. Yeah, I think, and I think that the two of you being here is actually perfect. Because a former Patriot and a lifelong Dolphins fan, you guys have slogged it out in the AFC mm -hmm. East all of these years. And yet for the longest time, almost two decades, that division was dominated by one team, by Willie's Patriots. Mm -hmm. And this year is perfectly emblematic of this kind of shift that we are seeing in the league. Nobody is an easy out. Mm -mm. Every game is difficult. Divisions are topsy-turvy. Dolphins are in the lead in the AFC East. The Patriots aren't even in second. They're in third. You must love what you see week to week in the NFL. No, absolutely. I mean, it's been a long time since every team in the AFC East has a winning record. Yeah. Right. And when you look at um, the team that's on top, the Miami Dolphins, and the not a lot of people are talking about them, but quietly they are the division leaders. And then you got other teams that people are surprised, like the Buffalo Bills, that is not as dominant as everybody thought they would be with just blowing out everybody and making their way to the top and positioning themselves for, you know, the, the, the first round by for the AFC and representing and all those other different things. So 
I think parity is great. I think um, there are a lot of surprises that's happened in the league, which is always good. Um, there are a lot of teams that probably didn't reach our expectations, to say the least, not even outside of this division. And there are a lot of teams that are quietly surprising us, and that is good to see, and stories for individual players. You know, So I think when you have um, a season go the way it's going, there's a, lot of, there's a lot to talk about. There's a lot of things to go back and forth about, and there's also a lot of things or pleasant surprises that we can talk about and highlight that nobody expected. Let's talk about some of those, and we will get to them. Uh, in my estimation, NFL athletes are quite simply better than ever before, and that's a strange thing to say, hmm. sitting across from a 6'5", 270 guy who is as fit <laughs> now as he seems to have been when he was in his playing days. But they are. They are faster and stronger. They are better prepared. They are better coached. And they are on, I think to our point, they are on every single team. There is no cornering the market on talent in this NFL there's no cornering the market on hope either. Ken Walker the third, he gets fired out of a Gatlin gun and he is gone. Just ask the 12s, because we said the Seahawks were rebuilding. Mm. Geno Smith, mm. oh, he wasn't listening. No. What a beautiful throw by Geno. Is he one of the best stories of the year? I think he is, and it's it's hard to say he's a comeback player because he wasn't injured, right. but he definitely is in the conversation for a player who's been through a lot, who's weathered a lot of storms, who's been in a lot of different situations, and against, I guess, all the expert odds, has come into his own in a great atmosphere around a young, um, vibrant team that is energetic, well-coached, and has told everybody you counted me out. Don't jump on a bandwagon now. And I think they still got a lot of good football to go. So it's a great story for Geno. Um, his production as the quarterback is top five in the league. And he's a big reason why this team has been successful. And we talk about topsy-turvy divisions. The NFC West may be more topsy-turvy than any other. Why? Because the defending Super Bowl champion, L.A. Rams, are dead last in that division. Yeah. Seahawks are sitting second. They've been in first for most of the year. 49ers are now in first, tied with the Seahawks for best record. The Cardinals are there in third. Uh, just ask the 12s. How about just ask Lions fans? Perennially overlooked and <laughs> underrated, the Hard Knock Life gang from D-Town have watched their boys put up 30 or more points five times through 10 games. Jamal Williams bounces it outside right into the end zone. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. Number three on the day for Jamal. They may not be a playoff team. This is not a team that's going to be hoisting a Lombardi, I don't think, right. anytime soon. But in a very real way, genuine hope, enthusiasm, and atmosphere has returned to the Detroit Lions, MJ. You know how many teams we've watched week after week that haven't even hit the mid-20s? And here you have the Lions putting, at one point in the season, put up 48 points. I mean, mm. or 45 points, rather. It's, it's, it's wild, and it's such an interesting thing. Every week we got to pick a game, right, where the Lions are participating because you know that they could, that they could, and definitely are capable of getting a dub. But as the records show and the numbers do, too, there's this disconnect with them that they can't close it out. And that is the most fascinating thing to me in this league and about this team in particular. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 
37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't Nick? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You are listening to a special Thanksgiving edition of NFL Total Access, the podcast. Texans fans have only one win to celebrate so far Mm -hmm. this season, and yet they have one player that they hope to be celebrating for years to come. The power is fierce. The player is Pierce. Rock and roll! Touchdown, Houston! 75 yards! Damian Pierce! Yes. Mm. This kid is special. He is special. Yeah. And I think when when you look at the Texans, we, we all kind of knew it was rebuilding, right? They're still yeah. trying to manufacture a really good team, new GM, uh, new head coach in Lovey, and drafting other players and bringing other transplant players from other teams to come in. And that's that's been part of Nick Cesario's kind of how he learned, right? You got a nucleus of guys that you believe in, that you keep on a team. You bring in some free agents, and you draft really well. And the Texans, I don't think anybody thought they were going to go out and win a Super Bowl either, but there is some bright spots. There is some young players on that team that is probably going to be there for a very long time, but it's a process, you know, and it's going to be a long process because they got a lot of work to do, but there's hope when you see players like Pierce play at a high level, dominate, and be the best player pretty much on the team. He's been recently anointed the angriest runner in the mm-hmm. NFL. And I love that for him because he is. He, I wouldn't He's passionate. Get, I wouldn't want to get in front of him. You know, I pick out the Lions and the Texans because I can't think of a single NFL fan base that doesn't have something to be thankful for and something to cheer about. And today I intend to prove it. I have asked my colleagues here at NFL Network to sound off. Most have a team that they root for. And here was my question to them. I want to know what is it about your team? 
that has you wearing the jersey the proudest and cheering your boys the loudest this season. And here's what they said. Now, some of the responses veered toward the cynical. Mm -hmm. uh, Nam says the super competitive quarterback MVP race in the AFC West, Ooh. as predicted in the offseason. Clear cynicism there because Sarcasm. the Russell Wilson and the Derek Carr <laughs> and the Justin Herbert to this point have not uh, been in that mix. Uh, Nam, you have been heard. Uh, your cynicism, we are thankful for even that. Some responses veered toward the cyclical. Our friend Kevin Liu, the editor, said the return of the running game and for drafting running backs early Ooh. in fantasy. Yes. And then uh, some responses went to the magnanimous. Mike Connor, he's a New York fan, but he is most thankful for the fact that Patrick Mahomes gets to bask in the spotlight on his own without Ooh. the distraction of the Brady's and the Rogers and the Mannings and the other kind of uh, narratives who have always been linked to him from year one and to now year five him. and looming over him. Yeah. So without all of those distractions and with Josh Allen looking very human, Lamar Jackson somewhat sidelined in terms of the MVP conversation lately, Mike Connor says Patrick Mahomes finally gets to prove that he is in fact the best quarterback in the NFL. That's a matter of opinion, of course, but that's an opinion shared by so many. Let's start in your AFC East, guys. The Dolphins. Jake said, thankful to still be the only team with an undefeated season. Yeah. Sorry about that, Eagles. Try again Not next sorry year. about it. <laughs> Waylon McQueen says, Tua getting back on the field. Yes. And our friend right here, uh, Willie said, Tua stepping into his potential. Mm -hmm. uh, she's so thankful that he is starting to fulfill his destiny. Would you agree that that is where he is? I do agree, and I think it took the right um, coach combination to yeah. bring that out of him and to design a system around him to showcase that, and the players, for that matter. Mm -hmm. Bills fan Sidney says, easy, Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. Fair. Era, another Bills fan, says, I think I speak for all Bills fans when I say we are most grateful for Bills Mafia. Have yeah. you ever seen? Have you ever seen it's fans true. like this? No, I, I mean I, they're I, unique. I played there. It it it's pretty incredible. Pat's fan Samuel says, "I'm thankful for Marcus Jones. He's he's <laughs> living in the moment. He's living in the week Take eleven it all in. low. Take it all in, Willie. You're here. I can't let you go without asking you. What are you, as a Patriots legend, most thankful for about the Patriots this season? Well, I, I thought it was a lot of uh, concern coming in about you know, the, the quarterback position and kind of the disarray of coaching, who would do what, maybe two guys that's not experienced at calling offensive plays and putting the system in place for Mac Jones or would he even be the quarterback because that became man and played well. All the questions that surround the Patriots, and I've always maintained the same mindset when it, came, when it comes to Bill Belichick is they have a plan mm -hmm. and they will figure it out. They're we're prepared. They're always three steps ahead of everybody else. What we're thinking, they've already thought about and they've already got something in place. And kind of to see things kind of come together, maybe not the production so much for the offense, but to now have some consistency in place and the defense getting back to where they were playing really well, uh, special emphasis on the special teams. And it's always been about team on every single phase, all three phases when it came to that team. So we're seeing that kind of, you know, get in place with a winning record and them doing okay, better than what a lot of people thought they would. Absolutely, and as you said, they have a winning record. So Willie McGinnis is thankful for the fact that, as always, the Patriots have a plan. You don't go on a road trip without GPS. You gotta know no. where you're going. <laughs> this team knows where they are headed. The last team in that AFC East, the Jets, do they know where they are headed? Uh, certainly yesterday's news threw that question on the board in big letters. But let's take the positive. Josh Rubin, Jets fan, says, I'm thankful that this year's Jets draft class 
is better than last year. For sure. They're good. Right? Yeah. Incremental progress. And these rookies on that team are making an impact, an immediate impact. They're special. If I was a Jets fan, I'd say I'm thankful for Robert Sala. There you go. He's behind that rookie draft class, and he has been leading this team at the helm as head coach, I think even better than what people would assume. I saw him in, in real live and real time as D, D coordinator in San Francisco, and you just knew that he was a man who could hold a locker room and certainly hold an entire team together. Let's talk about the AFC South. I'm going to go out of order in terms of the standings and start with the Colts. Mm-hmm. Izamna, Colts fan, says, thankful for playing in the AFC South because we still have an opportunity to enter the playoffs. To which, on the thread, Titans fan Justin said, I think that division is wrapped up already. Wow. <laughs> One line. Titans fans, grateful for, uh, for their position in that division. But truth be told, they should mm-hmm. be thankful for one man and one man only. What's his name again? Yeah, Derrick Henry. <laughs> Jags fan, I called across the country to our friend Connor Ballantyne, uh, the only Jags fan I know. And he says that he is most thankful for brief glimpses of hope. Could not find a Texans fan, and this is where I need you guys. Texans fans, what should Texans fans be most thankful for in this season? It's been a tough season. One win, one tie, the rest are losses. That's tough to take as a fan, it's tough to take as a player, it's tough to take as a coaching staff and as a franchise, and yet you have to find the positives. You have to identify places of strength, places to be hopeful about, what are they in Houston? We mentioned Damian Pierce. What else? Well, they got a good young cornerback that they that they drafted. They also got a quarterback that they believe in. I would say it's only up from here. And Davis here. Mills. Yeah, Davis Mills. Yes, I'm sir. Sorry. It's only kind of up from here. And there's a lot of talent that, you know, that left the building, I would say, in a matter of three to four years. So yeah. when you're trying to re- not only replace talent but build a franchise and – create an identity and have the right coaching staff, which I still don't know if, if, if they have everything they want in place. Yeah. It's going to take time. So I would say time is on your side. The expectations aren't high, so nobody's really pressured at this point. And you got hope that you got good people in the front office that are going to put the pieces in place that are experienced in doing that. So I would say just be patient. I would say patient is the word. Let's turn to the AFC North now. Uh, Ravens fan said that he is most thankful for being the best team in the NFL, and nobody knows it yet, (laughs) which I love. I like that. Bengals fan says, and this is a direct retort to the Ravens fan, Mm -hmm. being better than the Ravens, she said. (laughs) Them not knowing it yet. The Browns, always grateful for Nick Chubb, says our friend Todd Mossberg. Mm -hmm. Called him the ultimate pro. Todd said, he's my Barry Sanders, which I love. That's big. That is big. That's high praise. That is high praise. Steelers fan, Jen Kosky, our girl Jen Kosky, she said, I am most thankful that TJ Watt is healthy again. That part. It's a big difference. Uh, Let's turn to the AFC West. The AFC West, a couple Chargers fans in the building. One in particular said that he is thankful for my Chiefs finding arguably the steal of the 2022 NFL draft in the seventh and final round, pick number 251. What is she talking about there? Not Pacheco. Isaiah Pacheco. (laughs) And now he's RB1 with a lot of gas in the engine. Well done. Thank you for Mm. interpreting that one, Willie. Chiefs fan Brendan says, this season, like most seasons, I'm thankful for my Chiefs being in the AFC West. Chargers fan <laughs> says that he is most thankful for being able to play the Cardinals oh in week my 12. Gosh. That's a low blow. Ouch. Raiders fan Gus, as a Raiders fan, I'm thankful that Dodgers spring training 
is right wow. around the corner. Okay, so Gus is looking out of house for hope and to give Whatever thanks. Whatever gets you through the season, Gus. Yeah, absolutely. Right. But we there's, there are a couple other Raiders fans in the building. One said having the best wide receiver in the league in Devontae hey. Adams mm-hmm. and still technically being alive in the playoff hunt. Which you don't wild. ever know. Arithmetically, they're still alive. A lot yep. would have to happen, mm-hmm. but this Raiders fan is holding out hope. And our friend Michael Kettering says oh, Kettering. he is most thankful uh, for Max Crosby Aww. and that Derek Carr and Devontae Adams are finally rediscovering their connection. I think that's fair enough. We'll give Mike the last word on the Raiders. Broncos, not a lot to be hopeful for, you would think. And yet, our good friend Richard Jatahi says, hoping for greener pastures is what he is thankful for. Mm. So again, not necessarily giving up on this year, but maintaining hope for the future, something to always do, especially right now, if you are cloaked in blue and orange. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You are listening to a special Thanksgiving edition of NFL Total Access, the podcast. I am your host, NFL Network senior writer, Andrew Levy. My guests today, the host of NFL Total Access, the broadcast, MJ Acosta Ruiz, and our good friend, Willie McGinnis, the three-time Super Bowl champ. We are giving thanks 
for a lot of things in the NFL this year. We have gone through the AFC team by team. We now turn to the NFC East. To the Philadelphia Eagles, Laura, Eagles fan here at NFL Network, says, I'm thankful for the numbers 8 and 0 and Jason Jason Kelsey's smile. Now, (laughs) she's living in the past. Yep. They are no longer undefeated, thanks to my commanders. We'll talk about them in a moment. But she still loved that start to the season, and she has every reason to be thankful for it. Daniel, Eagles fan, says, thankful for the Eagles finally running the ball in the red zone. Mm. Third and short situations for the first time in 20-some years. Editor Jen, Eagles fan, says, thankful for Jalen Hurts and the decision-making skills. A.J. Brown got a lot of love from I Eagles fans did. in the building. Somebody else said, fleecing the Saints because they have that Saints draft pick. Right. And our good friend Jonathan Bassey says, Howie Roseman is a genius. Mm. He stockpiled picks as a safeguard in case Jalen Hurts wasn't all that. Now that he is all that, they still have those picks, except for the ones that he was able to use to get A.J. Brown, Brown. Yep. and Jordan Davis. And they still have that Saints pick. What are you most thankful for when you look at an Eagles team that you must admire? Well, it's a team. And when you, when you look at the Eagles, the way they play the game, it's, it's, a, it's a mix of old school. It's a mix of new school with Jalen Hurts that can do a lot of different things because he's like pretty, pretty much the protege of the new quarterback. And the way they play on every single level, every phase, they play together and they all depend on each other and they win games a lot of different ways, whether it's close, whether it's a blowout, whether they beat you with A.J. Brown, whether it's the running game or whether it's the defense shutting down you know, certain players to do what they need to do. Um, but I think the one glaring thing that just stands out is a lot of people question the quarterback position of Jalen Hurts without a lot of experience if he could be the guy. And he stayed as humble as always ever since he was in college. He's been the same way, even kill. Very professional, even as a college player, of handling a lot of situations, outside noise, competition, uh, people questioning his ability. And all he's done is lead this team to the best record in, in football, play their style, win a lot of different ways, and shown that he is the guy for the job. And they put players around them. They've done a lot. Like, give Howie all the credit in the world. But you still got to go out and execute and play. Yes, you do. And I think he's grown and matured and played and shown that he can do everything that all these other quarterbacks we annoyed so quickly can do. And they found their guy. MJ, you believed in this kid before Philly fans did. You believed in him before the Philly press did. And you said so much. Full credit to you. What you saw was more the man than the mechanics. Mm -hmm. You believed in him, the human being, who Willie just mentioned is professional, has humility. You must be thrilled for him. I think there are certain things that you just can't teach certain people. You either have it or you don't. And it's that X factor of being able to lead, being able to almost compartmentalize your your own drama or even the noise that's coming at you with Jalen Hurts had that coming at him from all angles and still be able to go out there and continue to grow and build and know that at some point you're going to shut him up and just patiently wait for it. That's what I've seen from Jalen Hurts over the last several seasons. I am so happy that he is um, showing it, similar to Tua, that he's showing out. But I am also happy that um, he did at least take one L. Just one. I just needed one. Understand that, Dolphins fan. We we see where you're coming from. (laughs) Let's turn to the Cowboys now, as hard as that is for a Commanders fan to do. Corey, Cowboys fan, says he is most thankful for Micah Parsons. Yeah. Marquise, Cowboys fan, says, I'm thankful that Dan Quinn is still employed 
by the Dallas Cowboys. I thought you'd like that, that one, Willie. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Ryan Elliott says, thankful for Dak Prescott's 360 smart bed, giving him the sleep quality. Stop it. <laughs> that is vital to his mental, emotional, and physical performance. <laughs> that's that's just, that's, you know, product placement. Ryan, get off this thread. You- Our friend and boss, Kingsley Smith, uh, most thankful for Dan Quinn. And uh, his second answer, Cooper Rush. For, for keeping the ship afloat yes. at a time of need. And yeah. I think that is a very Excellent. fair comment. Let's turn to the Giants. Zach Hill, Giants fan, thankful for Saquon's comeback here. Mm. Somebody else sent a Dexter Lawrence sack dance video, which is fantastic. I like Lawrence it. celebrating his sack of Aaron Rodgers. Oh uh, T. Was, Taylor Wasserman says she is thankful that the Giants have not yet completely ripped her heart out. Now that Aww. is Taylor. A little faith, please. Um, little she's expecting faith. it to come, but she's thrilled that it hasn't come yet. Giants, one of the better stories in the NFL no this question. year. MJ, it's easy to assume that their best days may be behind them. Mm-hmm. If you look at their schedule, if you look at what happens to other teams now yeah. in the mix as they fight for these seven spots in the NFC, let's stay on the positives. What a great story at MetLife for the Giants this year. No question, and I think it comes down to the coach. I think, um, especially now at this point in the season, they're fr- they had a late bye, week ten. Um, so now it's it's. I think a lot of it will be on Dable to keep this team together and focus. Let's not forget what we did, but let's focus ahead on what we still have to do to make sure that we are still in contention in this division. And I think he'll be able to do it for sure. Resident Commanders fan is the voice you're hearing. That's me. <laughs> I am most thankful, I think, for flexibility. Because I think that's what Ron Rivera showed. I didn't actually love the way that he showed it because I felt that Hmm. it was a little personal. And as much as I didn't believe necessarily in Carson Wentz, I don't like people getting called out in that public way. However, I have to praise Ron Rivera for his flexibility, for his willing to make a difficult decision at a time that he needed to make it. He didn't wait. He made the decision. He went with Taylor Heineke. And we're seeing what happens. There's a little bit of life in that team. They're fun to watch. Let's turn now to the NFC North. Division-leading Vikings. Molly, Vikings fan, says, I'm thankful for the Vikings having an amazing season so far. Good for you, Molly. They are absolutely having an amazing season so far. Callie says, as a Vikings fan, there's a lot to be thankful for this year. But I'd say we are most thankful for Justin Jefferson, Kirk Cousins, and Kevin O'Connell. Ryan Elliott says he is thankful that Justin Jefferson can catch anything intended for him. Willie, we've gone back and forth about the Vikings all year. Do we believe in them? Do we not believe in them? If you're a Vikings fan, you are thankful that they are what they are, no matter what the rest of us who don't live in Minneapolis say about them. Absolutely. I think they're a good football uh, team with a new direction. Regardless of what you say about their opponents, it's hard to win in the NFL and win a certain way. So I don't think anybody expected the Vikings to go undefeated this year, unless you're a Vikings fan. But they've done a great job. Uh, They ran up against the buzzsaw with the Cowboys, but there are a lot of teams that have. And you struggle every week. You struggle to find different ways to win. You struggle to make adjustments. You struggle to stay on the right track and not become complacent, especially when you have a run of so many games you've won in a row. And I think they'll get back on track. Even looking at their record, their remaining record, there's only three teams out of the seven with winning records. So that's a positive outlook. Now, I know it's week to week, but... It's not like they got the hardest schedule in the NFL in front of them. If they can maintain what they've been doing and beat the teams they're supposed to beat, Mm. they'll be in the playoffs and they'll have an opportunity to continue to prove people wrong. Exactly, and I think that that's what teams that are doubted 
have to be thankful for, the opportunity to go out every week and prove us wrong, to shut us up, to tell us and show us exactly what they are, that they know they are, even if we don't believe that that is what they are. Lions fans, hard to find these days. I wasn't able to get in touch with (laughs) Cynthia today, but I was hoping to. Grant, Lions fan says, and you'll love this, Lions Super Bowl with fingers crossed next to it. I don't know that Grant means this year, but I I, love the fact that Lions fans are holding out hope for brighter days to come because we are starting to see them now. And I think you need that. You need that kernel. You need that seed for something good to grow. And we're seeing something. Right. And I think them being on, on, on the show, Hard Knocks, gave them the platform to really go inside and show how hard it is to build a team and to win football games and yeah. face adversity and overcome obstacles and everything else you can think of uh, where a city that suffered so much losing it and, and, and I don't know how long, like how many years. So it gives the city a burst of energy. It The team kind of resembles what the city is, yes. hard work and blue yes. collar. Yeah. Guys that never say die. Never say die. Guys that fight to the end, yes. you know, scratch and claw to the end of the game and Unfortunately, some of those games has resulted in losses where they could have been wins, but they've given um, a lot of people hope because of the three-game winning streak to say, hey, you know, we've lost some, but if we continue doing what we're doing, we're also going to win some games. So they've got some work to do, but it's exciting. And it's, it, it's, ener- it's energetic to watch. It is. Uh, you know, we blushed a little bit. And we giggled behind closed doors at Dan Campbell's initial comments. <laughs> he said the very things that you've just said. Right. But week in and week out, they have proven those words to be correct. Yeah. They are ankle-biting, fight-to-the-end Annoying kind of guys. nuisance yes, that won't absolutely. Quit, won't give up. And, and good for them. It's yeah. fun to watch. The Packers, in an unfamiliar position in that NFC North, in third right now in the division. Drake, Packers fan, says, I'm thankful the Packers season is almost over, so this nightmare can be finished. Now, <laughs> now I will say this. That's Are a bit, they finished? That's a bit dark. Catherine says, as a Packers fan, I just don't know. She just doesn't know what to be thankful for. I I think that's fair. Now, Emily, Packers fan, says, and I love this one, I'm thankful that Lambeau Field hasn't had a corporate name change. Good for her. You know what? She's right, because we've had quite a few this year that we're like, how... Who? Listen, we're going to pay the bills. Absolutely, but, but we're going to stay who we are. Yes, we're not yes. selling out to anyone. <laughs> good for you, Packers. Good for you, Emily. There's something to be thankful for over there. And, of course, the Bears. Our good friend, Jeff Blasucci, Bears fan, says he is most thankful for the maturation of Justin Fields. And you know what? I'm thankful for it, too, because that kid is fun to watch. Yes. Let's turn to the NFC South. Bucks. Cole McNamara, Bucks fan, says he is most thankful for Mike Evans and those consistent 1,000-yard seasons. Allison says, thankful for another year of being able to watch the GOAT. It's been a tough year for your friend Tom Brady. Yeah. But I have to say that Allison's absolutely right. He is a testament to preparation for devotion to the craft, willingness to sacrifice on behalf of your body, on behalf of the task ahead He's a special person, and I know he's suffering in some ways right now, yeah. but here he goes, the indomitable Tom Brady. You must be proud of him. I am. I am. And, you know, you go through things in your personal life that it's hard to block out because you try to be a professional and, yeah. and you, you try to be that guy you've been. But when things are super close and dear to you and personal, um, it's hard. So it says a lot about a man or a woman or anybody who is going through something like that but still needs to focus and put your energy towards something maybe bigger than you. 
even though it's personal, which is the team, yes. and continue to stay the course. And I think for, for Tom, it's always been team and everything over individualism. It's, I don't want the recognition. I don't want to do the commercials. I don't want to do this. I don't want right. to do that. Um, I want to see and do and make sure I'm leading by example to do every single thing I can to get better and to help my team be better yeah. and lead by example. But when you get hit with something personal like that in your life, it kind of throws you for a loop. Yeah. But it says a lot about a person when you can absorb that and get back on track and get back into your lane without and do what doubt, you need to Willie, do. Without a doubt, because yeah. the, look where they are. They are leading the NFC South. He is going to lead that team. At what, five and five? They may not pass the eye <laughs> test for a lot of fans right. right now, but the fact is that man is going to lead his team mm -hmm. exactly where he belongs and where he believes they belong, right. and that's the playoffs. Ooh. Falcons fans, listen up. This one's for you. Steve Weich, who covered your Falcons for years, says that you should be most thankful this year for Arthur Smith. I like that. Our dear friend Shanika Dabney Henderson. Dab. Hey. I'm going to quote her. This is going to get me in trouble. She said, uh, on the record, Chris Olave. Off the record, that it's almost over. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> we may cut that out. <laughs> Panthers fans. Panthers fan one Ooh. responded with this. Having won the week after CMC was sent packing. Mm. Was thankful for that. Was that Thomas Davis? It was not. Oh. <laughs> and being able to claim the best play in the NFL this year. The PJ Walker pass to oh, DJ Moore. Oh, I was Moore. like, wait, was it? Right. The, no, Parenthetically, was, which of course immediately turned into the worst play I know, because we're the I Panthers. Know. Right. This is amazing. How do you get Look behind the that. defense? And a big throw, big arm by PJ. Oh, there's a, is that a flag? Oh, that was the full anthropic wow. response. <laughs> wow. Oh, Let's man. turn finally to the NFC West. The San Francisco 49ers, Jack Scott, Niners fan, says simple, C-M-C. Mm. Sean, Niners fan, says simple, Jimmy G, run CMC, and Debo. There we go. David says, for having held on to Jimmy G, thankful for that. And that Anthony, part. Yeah, Anthony, Niners fan, says for Nick Bosa. Mm. Seahawks fan, Dylan. Gino. <laughs> we have another Seahawks fan who says, I am thankful for Russell Wilson finally taking his talents elsewhere. To cook or to ride, for that matter. A little bit of cynicism. Mm. Low blow. Little, a little low blow, a little petty. Too soon. But we're thankful for your comedy chops. Dylan responded with another one saying, Thankful for the Seahawks not having a terrible season. Let's ride. Another little shot at Russell there with the let's ride. Derek, Kenneth Walker running wild. We talked about the Seahawks a little bit before. Cardinals fan is most thankful that change is imminent. And even though we won't be playing in it, we at least get to host the Super Bowl. And finally, Aww. Rams fans. Jason, I'm thankful for the Rams Super Bowl last year because it makes this season much easier to accept. <coughs> Will you have been there? A Super Bowl champion followed up with a season of disappointment. Yep. Now, not quite to the degree that the Rams are experiencing right. disappointment, but you know the ebbs and flows, the highs and lows. You understand what Rams fans are going through this year. It's not easy. No, it's not easy. And the one thing you have to do is self-reflect, look in the mirror, and see why. We were 9-7. and seven. We were depending on another team to win. The thing was Green Bay, the Jets to beat Green Bay. or Yeah, Green Bay to beat the Jets, and it, it didn't work out. We needed help. And I think Outside of that, we started to look at why we didn't make the playoffs or handle our own business to control our own destiny. And it was all the things that we didn't do. 
or we wasn't probably mentally ready to do thinking that it would just happen again. So we corrected all that self. We hit self-correct, corrected all that stuff, and we got back on track with what we knew worked. Brendan, Rams fan, says, thankful for last year's Super Bowl win for the Rams. Makes up for this wash of a season. I think it is important. I know that sounds a little dark and a little cynical, but the fact is it is important to be thankful for what happened before, for what you have. And they have a Super Bowl championship. They're not going to get another one this season. It certainly doesn't appear that way. But they got one last year, and most teams would do just about anything to get one. Jason, I'm thankful to see my squad win a Super Bowl. Christian, thankful the Rams still have their 2024 first-round pick, and they can tank for Caleb Williams. For now. (laughs) And finally, perhaps the wisest of all NFL Network employees, Shane Snoke says, thankful that I, as I bid my beloved Browns farewell for the remainder of this season, I can still experience that familiar, comfortable sense of frustration and shattered hopes as a newly minted Chargers fan. Wow. And I can still bandwagon on my wife's Eagles. So, Shane, you are covering a lot of bases. You sure is. like a twister game. Good for you. (laughs) Last word on this, MJ, Willie, what are you most thankful for this season? Well, for our NFL media family, for yeah. everybody yeah. that all the things that we've been through, you know, coming over and the changes, being able to travel abroad, mm-hmm. expand the game, um, our families, you know, to be able to withstand whatever has been going on in the world. That there's been a lot of crazy things. You can go from from A to Z of all the things that we've we've had to deal with as as people and still be able to bring people um a level of professional sports and talk and take people out of some of the things that they're going through personally Absolutely. and be on air talent and like I said family and and still have a great job of doing something that we love to keep us all kind of centered and together and it shows that football is family and this is this is what we do 24 7 365 days a week we don't talk about anything right. else so it's special and to see our sport change lives and empower so many people, you know, and give so many people opportunities. Well put. MJ? Uh, for me, it's our, our NFL fans and our viewers of, of NFL Network, no question. Um, I've, I've pushed for the last few seasons since the pandemic to be able to be out in the field more because I miss that energy, that love, that passion that they have, not just for the game, but for us as well. It gives me such beautiful perspective because, you know, halfway through the season, right around this time, you start to hit a wall, right? It's so many games. We're covering so many things. But at the end of the day, we're talking about football, about the sport that we love. We're not out there digging ditches or solving huge world problems. And we get to be the eyes and ears for everybody out there. And it really is so unique and so special. And I never take that for granted. So thank you to all of the fans and the viewers who remind me of that every single week. For my part, I'm ever so grateful for the fellowship of this NFL family, as both MJ and Willie mentioned. We support each other. We push each other. We learn from each other. No one more than me learning from you guys. I am thankful for the many guests that we count on each week. Michael Robinson, D'Angelo Hall, Michael Yam, Thomas Davis, Steve Mariucci, David Carr, Brian Baldinger, Adam Rank, Cynthia Freeland, and of course today's special guests. MJ Acosta Ruiz, the host of NFL Total Access, and Willie McGinnis, the three-time Super Bowl champ. I love you guys. Thank you for loving me back. I know you do. You don't have to say it. We at NFL (laughs) Network are grateful to each and every one of you listeners out there who take the time to make time for us. We do love what we do, as Willie said. These jobs are equal parts labor and love. Mm. And we know how lucky we are to be able to do this for a living. Have a safe holiday. 
Take care of you, take care of your crew, and join us tomorrow for Friday Answers to Sunday Questions. Winners picked, scores two, who will star, and who is getting put on upset alert. It's your viewer's guide to the remaining games of Week 12 in the NFL. That's Friday. Till then, ciao for now. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and every body. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the wind down tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.